Hey everybody. Hey everybody. Welcome back from from part one, <laughs> but to our odd pod podcast. podcast. A podcast dedicated to the odd, the macabre, and everything in between. And to everything in between. What's up? As promised, part two, oops, to our year in review that we previously brought to you. You're too proud of yourself right now, and I can't stand it. Go ahead and finish it. No, I'm done. Thanks. <laughs> How's that feel? You ruined it. How's it? How's it make you feel? Pretty good, actually. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, how's it going? Oh, I'm. I want to say beforehand, I'm very sorry. I might be a little sniffly. I got the COVID vaccine yesterday. It's exciting. It wasn't yesterday. Day before yesterday. The day before yesterday. I didn't get to get it, despite my groveling the moderna specifically i didn't get the uh, viagra one so here we go i just wanted everybody to know (laughs) are you flexing or bragging or i'm flexing warning oh i'm flexing (laughs) i'm just waiting to see who's going to be the first to respond oh (laughs) (laughs) It's purposely, like, instigate out there. Anywho. Anywho. How are you doing? I'm okay. Today was a lovely gray-ass day outside, but I don't feel good today, so. Bad weather probably doesn't help that very much. No. But you know what? We're going to make it through this. I've gotten some um, kind of funny also depressing things that happened in the later half of the year of 2020, and I'm looking forward to going over them today. Oh, before we get started, uh-huh. do you want to kind of hit on the things that we missed in the first half of the year? I don't know about that, so you go right ahead. I only have two things, just because I was like, how did we not mention it? Okay. Tiger King. Obviously, how the fuck? Whose month was that? I have no idea. We'll I just figure don't out. Know. I just know. I just remembered Tiger King happened at the beginning of the year. We'll figure it out and then punish them accordingly. <laughs> and then also aliens. Oh, right. The government declassified like the UFO files, right? They released like three videos of aliens in April. Who had April? Was it April? It was me. Okay, I had. Ha. No, I didn't. You had April. You no, failed. I did not have April. You did too. You're right. You know what else we missed? Hmm. My birthday. You're right. My fault. I'm more important than aliens. I might be aliens. Anyway, I this was like doing like my notes and I was like, how did we fucking miss that? Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, so that's the past, much like the rest of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, also, today is, what, the 7th? Yes. Do we even want to like mention what happened yesterday in America? Oh, like, man. We made it six days, y'all. Yeah. First of all. Yesterday was supposed to be a happy day because it's the day that we officially get to start eating king cake. You're right. And then some knuckleheads decided to storm the Capitol. Storm the Capitol. Break some stuff. Scare all the senators. Some of them are old, you know? <laughs> scare the senators. I not like oh my god. So I read somewhere that like, the state's capital has not been breached like that since, like, 1817. Yeah, like, 
during, I'm pretty sure it was during the War of 1812. During a war. By the British. Is that not insane to anybody? Oh my god. I hope every single person who was involved in that is arrested for terrorism, because that's exactly what it is. Well, Do not let the media tell you otherwise. Oh, I agree. They won't be, but I they know should they won't, be. But they should be. Especially because they're like, a lot of them have their faces are very clear. One of the dudes goes to like a bunch, all the marches in costume. Oh yeah, the guy with, with the, tattoos, with the horns. Yeah, Viking nut or whatever his name is. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> Six yeah, so that happened yesterday. Six days, guys. We it's supposed it six, to be a better year. And we made it six days. But you know what? Maybe it will be a better year because the two other things that happened that day, I won't mention them because I don't want to get political on this podcast. Well, you know Trump finally did but commit to a, tr- a peaceful transfer of power oh, today. Three other things that happened then. Oh. The other two being that what they were up to at the Capitol building to begin with Oh yeah. eventually did happen. Also, shout out to the two Senate aides who managed to secure the votes before they had to GTFO. Yeah. I think before they left, though, they had only gotten, like, 15 votes done. Yeah, but before they, like... Oh, they secured the... They secured the votes in their little, like, port-ass box thing and were able to protect them. Give them a raise. Those aides need a raise. There's like a a photo of them floating around the internet. Just, I'm gonna just put them wild. on a t-shirt. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So, welcome. Uh, we to left part two. <laughs> we left off on June, which means July is next. July, good month, July. Yeah, July. Um, did you remember that July? Well, July sixth, especially. Um, it was reported by CNN that there was a suspected case of the bubonic plague in Mongolia. I do not remember that. Um, the bubonic plague was caused is what caused the Black Death pandemic. Did know that way back then. Way uh, back in the day, maybe you remember it. Um, I cannot pronounce the city, but it's probably not super important. They're on a level three warning of plague prevention until the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, last year. Um, they're urged to practice extra sanitary precautions and avoid hunting and eating animals that could carry the plague. Um, as the plague, is, the transmission is like from bites of fleas. Yeah. Um, and symptoms appear two to seven days after being bit, and they include chills, general ill feeling, um, muscle cramps, seizures, and gangrene. Ooh. And I have like two of those five, well, maybe three of those five symptoms, so it's probably just the plague. Okay, well, no gangrene, though, right? Not yet. Your hair is looking a little green. <laughs> um, also, starting in July, you could scream in Iceland without making the trip. You could scream in Iceland without making the trip? Yes. What does that mean? Um, so, Iceland Tourism Board offered that to the rest of the world um, in the form of scream therapy. Um, it was called like the country's let it out program mm-hmm. where anyone can record their best bud, sorry, blood curdling scream um, on their phone, tablet, laptop, whatever have you, and have it played on a loudspeaker somewhere in Icelandic nature. Wow. Um, it's free and it was easy to participate. As far as I know, it is not too late to do that. And they just like play your scream in a picturesque surrounding, like on a mountaintop or a oh, that's um, cool. waterfall, which there are a lot of them in Iceland. You can also listen to other people's screams 
that's your my thing. favorite. If that's your thing. Love listening to the screams of other people. <laughs> yeah. My favorite. <laughs> so that's a thing that started happening in July. Okay. This is something that happened to a couple of friends of mine. My next little bullet point that I have. Um, starting in July, a lot of U.S. residents um, in all 50 states started receiving like unsolicited packages from China. Oh, yeah, like the plants or the seeds yeah, or whatever? Yeah, there were seeds. Yeah, they yeah. Were, at the time, they were unidentified seeds. Obviously, this caused like some kind of like panic, and the U.S. Department of Agri- Agriculture issued warnings urging people to like, please don't plant these things because they, they were like some kind of like invasive species. Right. By August, the agency had identified at least 14 species of seeds that had been sent over, um, and it was just like not serious seeds, but it was like, Mustard, cabbage, morning glory, mint, sage, rosemary, Mm -hmm. um, lavender, hibiscus, and rose. So what they think happened was it's called, it's like a a brushing scam Uh um, where merchants invent fake customers and positive reviews to like boosters their sales. The reviews can't go through unless like a a transaction has been placed. So the company will buy, quote unquote, something under a pseudonym and then send out a package something cheap like seeds and then they get to review themselves themselves crazy but they just kind of like send them out into the world so i would suspect that those third-party retailers that's where they're that's what they're doing with your addresses i'm sure like if you buy from wish or something that's where i'm getting the idea from wish um moving on from july uh-huh. Uh, July 18th, a fire broke out in the uh, France's city of Nantes. The fire was investigated as an arson. A church volunteer admitted to starting the fire that devastated the cathedral. Um, it was a 39-year-old Rwandan refugee who was employed as the ward- warden at the cathedral. Um, initially, he was detained for questioning after the blaze, but then released without charge, and but was rearrested the next Saturday. There's no motive for the fire, which destroyed the cathedral's 17th century organ, as well as the historic stained glass windows. His lawyer told reporters that his client felt relief after confessing, and he has been charged with, uh, he was in charge of locking up the St. Pierre and St. Paul's Cathedral the day before the blaze on the 18th of July. Officials previously, previously said that the fire was believed to have been arson and was started in three different places. Uh, Nantes prosecutor Pierre Sins said on Saturday that the man has been charged with destruction and damage by fire and could face up to 10 years in prison or face $175,000 in fines, according to the AFP news agency. Around 100 firefighters managed to stop the flames from destroying the main structure of the cathedral. French Prime Minister Jean Casto praised the professionalism, courage, and self-control the fire comes 15 months after a blaze nearly destroyed Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris. Officials have stated that the fire is not as devastating as that of Notre Dame um, and that the roof is still in uh, good conditions despite flames. Which I know you didn't really care about Notre Dame, but I did. I was sad when it was on fire. Who said I didn't care? You did? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, like, it's historic and everything, but, like, you know. Well, having been inside Notre Dame, you can kind of be sad 
that something so beautiful on the inside was destroyed. I think my main problem was the amount of people who are like so fast to give insane amounts of money. Oh yeah. When like I feel like it could probably be used somewhere else. Somewhere else. No, I agree. You know. I like, was just sad whenever I saw that uh Notre Dame was on fire and then the last I was time a little I went sad to Paris, that the hunchback wasn't gonna have anywhere to live. Right. But when we went to Notre Dame last time you couldn't go inside, which was sad because I don't know. You just get inside Notre Dame, and then you're just kind of like, wow. But How are you? What do you like? Wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Is this where the hunchback lives? Can we visit with him? Anyway. Anyway. And you remember something else that happened in July? I remember something very important that happened in July. What? We got married. We got married. We did. That was it. <laughs> it was exciting. Um, there were five people there. We were on a horse We were farm. two of them, and <laughs> we knew three of them, including us. So we knew one person that was there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. We met one of our witnesses that day, and there the was guy. a dog? Yeah. And the guy who did the ceremony, quote, unquote, signed the papers, we met him that day, too. But I'd heard of him, at least. That counts, right? Yeah, totally. Good times. Good times. on The, ho- my o- the only picture I took that day was of a horse (laughs) uh so yeah that was weird i don't even like horses that much i know but it was a very pretty horse it was a pretty horse it's not that i don't like them they just freak me out a little bit because they got scary dead eyes and they could trample you to death if they wanted to you know yeah sure and probably eat you because they got big chompers i don't think they eat people (laughs) that's how they get you yeah they're like land sharks land sharks yeah you ever heard of the beer land shark it's named after horses. Oh. Yeah. Tell me more. Well, that's pretty much it. The more you know, you know. Knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe. That's all I've got for July. What you got for August? I, did, I thought I had July, so I didn't do August. Mm. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Hey, so oh. August doesn't exist anymore. August doesn't exist. Neither does July. Because they're named after Roman people and something. I don't know. Anyway, on August 3rd, The Apple Fire in California counties, Riverside and San Bernardino. Bernardino? Bernardino? Bernardino. No, don't even get it. Spread over 20,000 acres. Is that the one with the baby baby gender reveal party? No. Okay. The steep and rugged terrain made it difficult for officials to fight the fire. The Apple Fire was a wildfire that burned during the 2020 California wildfire season which I still think it's crazy. They have a wildfire a whole, season. A whole season yeah. for fires. Uh, in Cherry Valley, south of Oak Glen, and north of Beaumont and Banning in Riverside County, California. The fire was caused by burning carbon emitted from the tailpipe of a vehicle. Oh, God. It burned approximately 34,000 acres from July 31st to November 18th, destroying about 14 buildings. Also, somewhere around 7,000 people were evacuated. The fire was named after Apple Tree Lane, which is one of the roadways near the ignition site. So that fire started. I think they from do that somebody. a lot. Sorry, naming fires after like nearby locations. Oh, yeah. So the fire got started for someone's tailpipe. Yeah, I guess like some carbon, uh, you know, like carbon buildup. Yeah. I guess it just like a piece of it caught just on ignited. fire and wow. started a fire. Yeah, isn't that That's, crazy? I didn't even know that was a thing. 
Yeah, that's wild. I didn't either. Now I do. And now it's I do. Nuts. I mean... The next day, August fourth. <laughs> We're only on the fourth. <laughs> yeah, uh, Hurricane Isaias made landfall in the Mid Atlantic and Northeast. Over two point eight million homes and businesses lost power once the storm hit. The storm was categorized as a Category One. Rookie, rookie numbers. Between July 30th and August 5th, this Category 1 hurricane reached winds of up to 87 miles per hour, caused approximately $4.7 billion of damage, and, I take back my rookie numbers thing, 18 fatalities. Yeah, hurricane. That's a lot for Category 1. It is a lot for Category 1. I feel like smaller storms do more damage than... Smaller storms can do more damage... If they're not fast enough. Yeah, and it makes sense because like, it mainly impacted the Caribbean and the United States. Mm -hmm. So I think even when they're weaker, you know what I mean? Those islands, like there's oh, yeah, nothing they, you they can do. They literally just get pummeled every year. This was a crazy month for weather, okay? On August, on August 10th, monsoon rains triggered landslides in, land in India's Kerala. The floods and landslides killed at least 43 people. Ooh. Dozens of houses were destroyed in the landslides. So around 1045 at Petty Moody, which I'm probably going to say it wrong. In the morning. Huh? In the morning. 1045 p.m. Oh. At Petty Moody, a hamlet in Rajamala Ward under Munar Village in Kerala's uh, <laughs> Iduk Bay District. <laughs> Workers of Cannon Devon Hills Plantations Company were living in Petimundi. According to the Kerala Geology Department, the location where the landslide was triggered has a 40-degree slope, and any slope oh, above 20 degrees is vulnerable to slipping during heavy rain. I bet. The soil there also has a high sand content, which absorbs more water, takes a loose form, and increases the risk of slipping down. I said at first it killed at least 43 people, but approximately 58 people were killed in the landslide and only a handful of residents survived. Oh, no. Yeah. I think what happened was when I was doing the research, I got like the initial and then I found more later. Yeah, 58. There was a few people were away like visiting other people and they survived. That's why they survived. Oh, gosh. Well, um, good for them. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy, man. I can't imagine being somewhere where a landslide, you know, like. Oh, no. You're just living your life, and then the land just slides down on you. <laughs> the land ceases to be there anymore. Yeah. Shoop. It's crazy. And what's crazy, too, is, like, the people who lived in this place were workers of a company. So, so they weren't supposed to be, like, working. Like, they didn't live there full time. I don't know how it works. Were they just, like, apartments? They just kind of... I forget what product they were producing. Mm -hmm. Um. But it's, to me, it sounds like it's like a worker village, right? Kind of pops up, you do the job, and then, anyway. Oh, yeah. I didn't, sorry. It's late. It's okay. <laughs> I it's, didn't even think about, like, something like that. I could be wrong, but that's what it sounds like. I have no idea. All right, more weather. On August 14th, hurricane-level winds wreaked havoc on Iowa. Oh my god, I remember that. Leaving more than one million people without power. Millions of acres of farmland were also destroyed. But it was like, sorry, keep going. No, go ahead. 
it was like devastating enough that you could see it from like outer space. Yeah. So like it was visibly damaging. This is a word I had never heard before. It's called a derecho. So a destructive derecho, which is a fast moving and violent thunderstorm complex, kind of tore through the plains and Midwest. Yeah, it like leveled it. Yeah, it just, it was like a 700 mile area yeah. of this path of this storm. Uh, wind gust exceeding 100 miles per hour ravaged Iowa, while there were also confirmed tornadoes along the storm's path, including one that swirled near the shore of Lake Michigan in Chicago's Roger Park neighborhood. Jesus, I, I remember um, like TikTok videos coming out about it. Can you imagine you're just like living your life in Chicago in a fucking tornado? At least like, <laughs> yes, no, but like at least like. Down here, we have some kind of, like, we can see when a hurricane is coming. Also, we kind of expect shit like that. I can't imagine tornadoes. Being in Iowa, I would have no idea. How, like, if you were born and raised in Iowa, you, I, you would have no idea how to deal with a hurricane. So flat, too. Yeah. So along its path, winds overturned vehicles, flattened corn crops. I was going to say, well, it was, like, majorly destructive to, like, corn, potatoes, and, like, soy. Yeah knock trees onto homes and vehicles um the core of the most severe wind was at times 30 to 50 miles wide jesus Isn't that crazy that I... as we... far as i know only one person was killed though well that's very thankful yeah they were without power for a while too a million people without power that is fucking nuts i mean yes god that is fucking crazy man Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Wait, what day was that? August the 14th. <laughs> on August 18th, California's governor declared a state of emergency as a heat wave worsened the fires. Mm. While some people were evacuated due to smoke and fires, thousands were without power due to the heat wave. More than two dozen fires were burning across the state, and by August 23rd, more than 560 wildfires had burned 1 million acres in California. I remember we talked about in the first episode that, like, the whole world was just on fire. Yeah. It feels like it was on fire for the better part of the year. Did we talk about Australia being on fire last episode? We sure did. What makes this worse, okay, worse than 560 wildfires burning at one time, uh, due to the pandemic, there was a shortage of fucking firefighters. So, on August 23rd, President Trump declared a major disaster in California and released federal aid to fight the wildfires. Well, good on him. Yeah. I, it's just, I didn't even, I'm like, as I was taking these notes, I'm like, man, that's fucked up, man, that's fucked up. And it's like, oh, and there's a pandemic, so there were less firefighters. I was like, oh, my God. I think everything uh, that just happened like this a... year was, like, exasperated by the pandemic. Yeah. It's crazy how not normal. Oh, I meant to give a disclaimer. I skipped over this, but during these notes, just assume that slowly and not so slowly, the number of COVID cases and deaths are rising. Oh, well, yeah. We're going to get to that in December. Oh, are we? Yeah. <laughs> I think um, Joe Biden said that they're gonna we're going to reach the 3 million mark of deaths in America by the time he's inaugurated. You know what? Would not be surprised. That's where we're headed. I don't know what the number is right now. I had to stop tracking it. 
um, made me sad. We were tracking. Remember, we used to look every day. Oh yeah, I used to track it every day. I had like a whole like spreadsheet going. Not anymore. It so was, it got very sad very quickly. Just to move on, because we'll never get through all this. <laughs> on August twenty fourth, at least twelve people died as intense storms hit the Caribbean and southern United States. This one is. Was this a hurricane or a regular? This is storm? a hurricane. Which, which so hurricane? You're gonna find out. High winds and rough waters were caused by Hurricane Marco and Marco. Then Polo and then Tropical Storm Laura. See, Marco wasn't that big of a deal. Not and then Tropical Storm Laura. Like at the time, it was Tropical Storm Laura. Okay, and she's the bitch because the storms also caused heavy rain in Puerto Rico and then Hurricane Laura made landfall on August 29th, leaving hundreds of thousands without power. That's we were here for that. Yes. Um, Hurricane Laura was a Category 4 hurricane that tied with the last island hurricane of 1856 as the strongest hurricane on record to make landfall in Louisiana. I was going to say, Hurricane Laura is the one that came and uh, devastated St. Charles. Yes, Lake Charles. Lake Charles. The storm had winds up to 149 miles per hour, caused $16 billion worth of damage, and claimed 77 lives. They were also without power for a long, a long time. time. Hurricane Laura caused the largest power outage in Baton Rouge since Isaac in 2012. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That for, I remember you were coming home from a funeral and telling me to evacuate from Hurricane As Laura. I'm driving into the hurricane. As you were driving back. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? We got really lucky. We've been, I think we kept power the whole time. We had power the entire time. The whole hurricane season. Yeah, no, we were very fortunate this hurricane season. Every time it had uh, threatened to hit us, it kind of curved out of the way, thankfully. Mm -hmm. But I remember that one specifically because that's the one everybody was like, are you guys going to evacuate? And I was like, no, I'm not. I was at a funeral calling, hey, you think maybe you want to evacuate? As you were driving back, yeah, no. Anyway. On August 26th, in the Parwan province of Afghanistan, flash flooding... More killed weather. at least 70 people while they were while the area was asleep. Many of the victims were women and children. Mm-hmm. Afghan President Ashraf Ghani ordered emergency assistance for the area. Jeez. And that is August. You don't have anything good coming out of August? Nothing good happened in August? No, I think October is when good stuff starts to okay. happen. <laughs> and it's just one good thing, but it's kind of a biggie. Okay. okay. I forgot the good, because last time I did two bads and a good. Mm-hmm. And this time, I just kind of like, I don't know, man. I just, just went just off. Just disorganized. I would like to thank the BBC for all the information that I stole from them. <laughs> <laughs> so right. thank you, BBC. So in September, my brother's birthday happened. Happy he doesn't listen. late birthday. No. Oh, he doesn't he listen. He doesn't listen to our podcast. Fuck you. So just kidding. <laughs> he, gets co- he doesn't get coffee, and he doesn't get happy birthday wishes. And he doesn't get to play uh, No Man's Sky with me. Because yeah. Felicia said we can't be friends. <laughs> anyway, um, on September 5th, more than 50 people were arrested in Portland, Oregon, um, which also marked 100 days of protests against racism and police brutality. Which I told you last episode, Portland went fucking hard. Portland went hard. Yes. Um, on September 6th, a strain of bacteria named Conan the Bacterium survives three years attached to the International Space Station in open space. Wow. That's crazy. I, I 
I don't have like a whole lot on that, but I just thought it was kind of adorable. Conan the bacterium. Conan the bacterium. Yeah. Yeah, I just can't wait to infect all those alien worlds. Yeah, well, you know, that'll come later. Yeah, we'll be dead by then. Um, In September, Donald Trump, like I think that recording of him downplaying the pandemic in early 2020 to avoid panic was like released. Uh-huh. We were all mad about oh, where he where he admitted that he downplayed it. Where, yeah, where he admitted that he had downplayed the pandemic. Well, some people were mad about it, and some people were like, "It's a liberal he, hoax." He was just trying to protect us. Yeah, well, you know, Donald Trump can't do no wrong. Anyway, um, September tenth, wildfires in Oregon caused five hundred thousand people to evacuate ten percent of the population, with um, an unprecedented nine hundred thousand acres burnt. That is crazy. Yeah. Fires, man. Fuck. The fires continued forever. I could, don't remember if it's like, this is when we started seeing like all those photographs of like the red skies. I do. I think 2020 was, I mean like every year we get photos like that, but I think I know which ones you're talking about. No, because I remember my cousin um, show, like taking a picture of like her, the west side of her yard and it was. West side? Oh, and it was red as fuck. It was red, and you couldn't see past it. It was during the day. And then if you looked east, it was fine. Like, it was, like, white, you know? And then you start seeing, like, the terrible air quality being, like, in the 800s or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Just nightmarish. That's crazy, man. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Um. Also, another wild, like, weather thing. Um. On September 16th, Hurricane Sally, Hurricane Sally made... Landfall near Gulf Shores, Alabama, as a Category 2 storm, um, which brought serious flooding. That's the one that was going, like, wicked slow, right? That's the one that went really slow. It hit my parents, like, directly. And the neighbors got the tree, right? the neighbors got the tree through the house. Um, I don't want to, like, spread bad news or anything, but the house that I used to live in was, like, pretty much destroyed. And we're not sad about it. Um, We are not. No, we're not. Um, but that devastated that area. A lot of my friends didn't have like power for like over a week, which like hindsight is twenty twenty. Um, not that bad. Yeah. A week. A week, week and a half. I think I feel like that's like the low bad, right? Yeah. The that area we're kinda I don't wanna say like we're prepared for hurricanes, but we, we're a little bit more prepared for hurricanes because we get them a lot. And you kinda get used to like the shitty part of the aftermath right i mean granted we hadn't had a hurricane like that since like the power outages the not so bad parts like the power outages you have to stay home you have to boil your water stuff like that yeah uh but that happened in september that was a very wild time watching that happen from afar and like not being able to help without actually being in it because that's where i used to live yeah so it was weird seeing on the outside knowing that like i could have been in that and i'm glad i wasn't but yes september we also lost um ruth bader ginsburg ruth was an associated justice of the supreme court from 1993 until her death she was nominated by bill clinton ruth co-founded the women's right project at the aclu the american civil liberties union and she died at the age of 87 Rest in peace to that bad bitch. Yeah. It's kind of devastating for women for her passing. She's well, kind of like. They sort of took several 
several steps backwards in their replacement, you know? Yeah, I don't like her. It's okay. Anyway, our Odd Pod released their first episode. Woo! Look at us now. Look at us now. Two weeks into the new year. Two weeks into the new year. I think this is episode 16, technically. I have no idea. I never keep, we never label our episodes. I we do on our end, but we don't yeah, on like Spotify. The, the file has the episode number. Yeah, but they don't know that. I know, <laughs> but you can count. What, what else you got? Nope, that's all I got for September. That's it for September? Wow. Wow. Oh, hey, the first good thing that happened in my notes happens in this month of October. Yay. It was reported on October 2nd that Nigerian scientists developed a cheaper and faster testing kit for COVID-19. Nice. Is that the people clapping and being happy? I don't have headphones on, so I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can pick the right one. I yeah. On October 3rd, Kuwait monarch Sheikh Saba al-Saba died at the age of 91. Saba ruled the country for 14 years and was wild widely respected for his dedication to peace nice um so r.i.p sheik saba al saba 91 rip a bad bitch that's a good haul on october 7th protesters and vigilante groups violently clashed during protest in kyrgyzstan the protest began after parliamentary election results were released Electing opposition leader Sadir Jabaparov, who was freed from prison earlier that week. On October 10th, the country declared a state of emergency as troops were deployed. A Reuters, is it Reuters? Journalist reported hearing gunshots amid the unrest. The same journalist reported that opposite sides were also throwing rocks and bottles at each other. For the next few weeks, a curfew was in place in an attempt to resolve some unrest. Weird how that just kind of just happened. It is weird. It's like we couldn't see that coming or something. This is weird too. On October 8th, mass protests emerged in Nigeria after weeks of rising tensions surrounding police brutality from a specific unit. The Special Anti-Robbery Squad, or SARS, had been accused of kidnapping, harassment, and extortion. Many Nigerian mm-hmm. celebrities joined the protest and called attention to them online. Since the protest started, the SARS unit has been disassembled. That was a lot. What? What you just said. Really? Hmm? What do you mean? Just a lot. Like to take in? Yes. Oh. Did I go too fast? No. Because I can go faster. No. <laughs> <laughs> On October 12th, five men playing dominoes in an El Salvador bar were shot and killed. Another man was fatally shot after trying to escape the gunfire. Police believe that three men were involved in the attack with one currently in custody. At least 13 people died in El Salvador due to the violence on October 12th. Hashtag El Salvador. Just from a game of darts? Huh? Was it a game of darts or dominoes? Dominoes. That was unrelated. They were playing dominoes. Some dude came in and shot them. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a very intense game of dominoes. No, I have seen games of dominoes that got pretty fucking intense, but so far I've never witnessed any that caused shootings. No no gunfire from dominoes. Not yet. Not in not in my experience. Has it happened? Most <laughs> Maybe. definitely. What else you got for me for October? Because I have some things for you. On October twenty first, protest against Nigerian SARS police unit entered their third week. The previous day, many witnesses reported seeing protesters being shot by police. 
A curfew was imposed in Lagos, and eyewitnesses reported that once the curfew time began, the Nigerian army entered the area and began to shoot. On October 22nd, the death toll due to these protests rose to 56. 56? Protesters set fire to a prison in Lagos. Witnesses reported seeing prisoners trying to break out before the army and police arrived. There were reports that a warehouse containing food and medical supplies was also ransacked. Jesus. My mouth is so dry. (laughs) On October 21st, at least 11 people were killed and many more wounded after a stampede at an Afghan stadium. The large group of people were applying for visas when the stampede occurred. I'm assuming this is a human stampede. The thousands (laughs) of people were requesting permits to Pakistan. Wild. On October 23rd. Oh, this is kind of good news. I I didn't follow up to see how it ended, but on October 23rd, President Trump announced that Sudan and Israel had agreed to normalize relations. I guess kind of good news depending on who you ask. The agreement was designed to end the turbulent relations between the two countries. The two nations agreed to meet and discuss potential cooperation. This was sought after foreign policy for President Trump, who was just two weeks out from the election. Uh, This was a sought after foreign policy for President Trump, who was just two weeks out from the election. Good. Now, I say it depends on who you ask, because I think it's Palestine that didn't want Sudan to, like, make this agreement. Mm. With Israel, because there's some kind of like, that is man, a I wish I should have made some noise. Head. I mean, some better notes, because there's some kind of like agreement they would have to have entered into. Um, there was like some money that they would have to pay for past support of terrorist organizations. Oh, see, this and, is way above my, uh, my whatever I know. And if I'm not mistaken, it's Palestine who didn't want them to do it or consider it or any Middle Eastern nation until... Um, not my realm of expertise Until right here. <laughs> Israel recognizes Palestine or agrees to like peace with Palestine, recognizes them as an independent nation or something like that. Um, you went hard with like. Well, I'm not, I. That's something that like is interesting to me. Okay. I kind of feel like I didn't do it justice with the notes that I took um, because like I'm pro Palestine. You know, they got a raw deal, but anyway. Um, yeah, also on October 23rd, an abortion ruling in Poland led to nationwide protests. The controversial ruling banned nearly all abortions, except those in the case, huh? Hate that. Except in the case of rape, incest, or risk to mother's health. The country already had strict abortion laws, with many believing women were already obtaining abortions, either illegally or abroad. Surprise, fucking surprise. Well, you know, eliminating abortion does only eliminate safe abortions. Right. As protesters clashed with riot police, pepper spray was deployed and physical force was used. So, we don't like that, Poland. Fuck you, Poland. On October 26th, the missile strike in the Azeri town Barda killed at least 21 civilians and injured dozens more. Azerbaijan has accused Armenia of the attack due to escalating tensions, but Armenia denied the strike. The two countries are currently battling over the Nagorno-Karabakh region, which is owned by Azerbaijan. 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 On October 31st, thank God it's the end of the month. On October 31st, main opposition parties in Tanzania? Tanzania? Yeah, Tanzania. God. Wow, it's the only time I've ever... uh... (laughs) On October 31st, main opposition parties in Tanzania 
demanded a fresh election after declaring October 28th's election as fraudulent. Incumbent President John Magafuli was declared the winner by 84% of the vote on October 31st, which is the same day I said already. CNN reported that the U.S. received word that the election may have been tampered with, but that claims have yet to be investigated. <laughs> Woo! You good there? Did I go really fast? No, it wasn't that bad. However, you have missed some wonderful news. Okay. Or, like, hilarious news. All right. Give me something funny, because I got dark, dude. You really did. So I'm going to bring it back Please. to something a little bit lighter. My mouth's dry. I got a headache. There's just darkness swirling around in my soul. Yeah, I saw you over there getting very intense. Um, Did you know, on October 1st, a court ruled that Subway, Subway's bread, Mm-hmm. Contains too much sugar to legally be considered bread. Really? Yes. <laughs> That's why it's so damn delicious. <laughs> um, they said that that their bread contains at least 10% of sugar, which is legally too high to be considered bread. Um, but a spokesperson for the sandwich chain issued a statement clarifying that Subway's bread is, of course, bread. So what is it considered, like? pastry i don't know probably pastry interesting it's just too much sugar and subway's bread for it to legally be considered bread in ireland <laughs> um uh this part it's not funny because i don't like it when people are sick but donald trump got covid in october him and the first lady i wouldn't call that funny but ironic it could be called ironic because i would never wish anyone to get covid because you know someone very close to me died from covid yes um but when you deny it and you continue to host events and you perpetuate the idea that it's not a big deal which can lead to the people that the rest of us care about getting sick and dying then it's kind of like that's sort of like a comeuppance yeah so sorry no that's Okay. Got a little emotional. Donald Trump got COVID, um, in which he did go to the hospital for it and like had breathing treatment, and they downplayed the whole thing. But you know, whatever. There is that whole thing about him coming out of the hospital. He wanted to have like a um, a Superman shirt on. And he wanted to like rip it open. I was like, bro, you need to calm down. All that happened in October. Uh, my heart and soul, Sean Connery, died at ninety. Uh huh. Um. Eddie Van Halen also dies of cancer at the age of 65. Yeah, you're a big Sean Connery fan, right? Yes. What about, like, he was like a wife beater, right? Okay, well, I don't like that part of him, but before I knew all of that, I liked Sean Connery. Anyway. I'm not trying to ruin Sean Connery movies it's for fine. you, Sam. He did make the ill-informed decision to Beat his wife. go anyway. on national television and say, sometimes it's okay to smack your wife a little bit. I remember. I don't, I don't agree with that. All right. Anyway, the best thing that came out of October 2020 was that an Italian farmer's dog gave birth to a litter of five puppies, including one that had a green fur. It had green fur? Yes. Is that why it's called pistachio? That's why. Well, I hadn't gotten to that part yet. Well, I heard but, you talking about it. I'm sorry. that was the dog that I was like, oh my God, his name's pistachio. Okay, so. Sorry, I overheard you. <laughs> um, so... There's a, actually a scientific explanation behind the pup's unusual coloring. In this case, it appears as though the white puppy named Pistachio 
came in contact with um, biliverdin, which is a green pigment um, in the mother's womb. He, uh, they think that like once the puppy grows up, the green color will fade. But um, the picture of him, he is green and he is so cute. His name is Pustachio. You should post a picture of him on Instagram. I've posted a picture on Instagram this year. Wait, what was it? It's a picture of the back of your head. Oh, you did post that? Yeah. I bet it got a lot of likes because I look pretty cool in that picture. <laughs> I look I'm much cooler from behind. Like, I'm doing so good this year versus last year. Anyway, so that's just some things that I found when I was doing my notes today that I didn't think that you would have in yours. And turns out I was right. You were absolutely right, because it's all doom and gloom from here, baby. Oh, look, because November's next, and I thought we would get some, like, nice things out of the way first. Yeah. Settle in for November 2020. Right. I'm ready for November 2020. All right, November 2020. Uh, the election happened, and if you remember, that was kind of a nightmare. But on November 8th, Vice President Joe Biden became the 46th President of the United States. Kamala Harris makes U.S. history as the first woman and first woman of color to be elected elected to the vice presidency. Exciting. It was very it's exciting. exciting times. Do you remember? Historical. Like, do you remember how good it felt on, um, what day was it, November 8th? It was a Saturday to get that news that the orange Cheeto of Terror's reign had ended. I'm not getting political, but I think it's pretty clear to know who the who I don't like in this race. Um, and if you don't like that, talk to Billy about it. I don't know. No, don't talk to me about it. I can't help you. I am. Anyway. I can't help you. Anyway. Um, the same day was the day that good old Judy, <laughs> Judy, Rudy Giuliani held the infamous Trump campaign prince press conference at the Four Seasons Total Landscaping <laughs> in Philadelphia <laughs> to contest the U.S. election results, and if you remember, it was in the middle of a parking lot between a sex shop and a landscaping company. And it was hot, and he was like leaking goo his from hair his dye head. Was like leaking on his head. Oh, and Judy like, Rugliani. Oh, Judy, <laughs> I keep calling him Judy. Rudy Giuliani. We've all been there, honey. Judy Rugliani. I mean, to be fair, so good. This was a total game changer for the Four Seasons Total Landscaping business. They really. Just, I'm just saying, if there are not pictures of that event all over their store now, they're really missing an opportunity. Look, they sold face masks. The uh, the guy made a TikTok. That shit went ham. You know what? I'm happy for the Four, the four Seasons, seasons landscaping. Total, total Landscaping. Yeah. But I remember being very stressed out between, what day was it, the 3rd and the 8th? The it was kind of a stressful week, week, month. There were many hives had... Stress hives, waking up in the middle of the night, checking results. There was um, Donald Trump announcing that he had won pres like the, the election. Then I yeah, of. that was kind of uh, that was sort of ill informed since you know at the time he was losing. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't over yet, but you know what? Maybe got some bad information. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's probably what it was. Yeah, totally. Um, so, and then on November 15th, the current president, Donald Trump, treats, tweets that uh, Joe Biden won because the election was rigged and refused to concede the election, which he 
refused to continue. Which may or may not have led to what happened yesterday. Yes. Um, Four people died. Yeah. And I blame Donald Trump for every single one of them. Anyway. Um, Joe Biden injures his foot playing with his dog, Major. Enters what? Oh, injures his foot playing with his dog. Okay. Joe, be careful, man. I'm just saying, we're getting a dog back in the White House. I'm so excited. It seems like each president has had a dog. Did Ex- they not have one? Donald Trump? No, Donald Trump does not have a dog. Oh. Just saying. I don't like him. Are sure they didn't have dogs? I'm pretty sure he didn't have a dog. Okay. We also lost Alec uh, Trebek to cancer. He died at the age of 80. Oh, man. What is sadness? Mm-hmm. Oh, too soon. Hurts my heart. Yeah. It's like right up there with um, the good ones, Bob Ross. Alex Trebek, Bob Ross, Mr. Rogers. Mm-hmm. The guy from Reading Rainbow. He's still alive. Yes. Are you sure? LeVar Burton. Oh, God. I'm sorry, LeVar. <laughs> yeah, he's still alive. You won't be up there too soon. Not soon, but you know. He's not that old. He was on Star Trek. You're going to be up there too one day. I think, is his name LeVar Burton? It's LeVar, I think, right? Sorry, dude. Why do I want to say Laverne? I don't Because we just watched uh, yeah, that episode Le- of Scripps. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That's so sad. Yeah, LeVar Burton, man. He's only uh, fucking 63. I'm sorry, LeVar. If you're listening, send me an email. I'll write you a personal apology. It's fine. But I'm calling him a good dude, so he's going to yeah, let that one slide. Yeah, you him a good dude. You're just like, you know, that good dead dude, LeVar Burton. I thought he was dead. If he's the next celebrity to die, I'm holding you personally responsible. Oh, dear. This podcast will be used as evidence in a future court case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really, it's, it's as eventful as November was, I it, I kept it pretty short, not gonna lie. Oh, that's November? Oh, yeah, I, I, I've blocked out most of November because of how stressful it was for me. Mm-hmm. So, take it away for December. Oh, December, hey, check it out. This is something that good, ha- something good that happened, too. I had a birthday. Oh, first of all, December 1st, you see what I did there? Was my wife's birthday. Also. She turned a very young, 34 years old. Thank you. Just kidding. 28. No, I'm 34. Oh, okay. 34 then. (laughs) Also what? Elliot Page reveals he is transgendered. Is that when that happened? Yep, on the 1st. It was very exciting. I'm so proud of him. Yeah, I do love him. Um, in his movies. Mm-hmm. And also... Also, the um, the article that I read that news from misgendered um, him numerous times, and I would like to personally say, fuck you. What was the article from? I can't remember. Damn but it. just know that it's out there, and I hate you. And we don't like you. I don't like you, and you're misgendering none. Unnecessary misgendering. So, moving on from that great news, the birth of my love... On December 4th, a federal judge ordered the Trump administration reinstate DACA. DACA. The act that protects protects undocumented children from being deported. An estimated 700,000 dreamers, as they are called, will be protected by the act. I like that. I know some dreamers. Yeah. Um, On December 4th, also, the U.S. House of Representatives passed a federal cannabis law decriminalizing cannabis on a federal level. It was not expected to pass the Senate. I put in big letters, did it pass the Senate? And I don't know. 
because oh. I forgot to follow up. I've been in class all week. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't have that information. Uh, we'll look it up. Tweet at us. What is it called? Um, the federal cannabis law on December 4th. Okay, you keep going. On December 11th, the FDA issued authorization for the Pfizer vaccine to be used. That's good news. Yeah. That's from the people who brought you that blue penis pill comes the COVID-19 vaccination. Is it really the same one? Oh, the Senate did pass. Oh, I got to do it again. The Senate did pass the uh, marijuana. No. The Senate passes the marijuana research bill. Okay. That's good news. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the same people as the penis people. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize it until recently, and sure as shit, right on the pill, it says Pfizer. Interesting. Very interesting. I don't, I've never needed to keep up with that, so. Ooh, more good news, man. The hits keep coming in December. On December 9th, the Supreme Court rejected a bid to overturn the election result in Pennsylvania. President Trump continues to seek recounts, but so far, even now... No results have been overturned. Well, it's kind of funny. Didn't he lose like 30-something lawsuits? Something like that. It was an insane amount. And on December 11th again, why did I go 11-9-11? I don't know, but that's what happened. In another blow to President Trump, the Supreme Court rejected Texas's bid to block thousands of ballots. On f- December 14th, the U.S. officially topped 300,000 deaths due to COVID-19. Also on December 14th, the Electoral College officially confirmed Joe Biden's win. Despite this ruling, many, not all, but many Republicans are still claiming fraud. They will until on next election. December 22nd, President Trump pardoned 15 people in what many expect to be a slew of pardons before Didn't he leaves pardon office. Like a pedophile? I'm not sure, but among those he did pardon were two figures accused of lying to the FBI during the inquiry into the president's 2016 campaign. Others pardoned were security guards involved in the 2007 massacre in Iraq, as well as some ex-congressmen. Oh, yeah. Um, He pardoned an accused child molester. Oh, well, good times. He also accused a fucking war criminal and a murderer. So here we go. Yeah, just want to. That's just a personal jab, someone I know who's not listening. Yeah, and I also just don't like um, people who use the military as an excuse to be a piece of shit. Another jab to to somebody else who isn't listening. Anyway. Um, On December 25th, police recovered the remains of at least one person after an explosion in Nashville. Oh. The explosion yeah. also injured three people, as well as set many cars and buildings on fire. That was kind of a, that was on Christmas. Yeah, the explosion was ca- early morning Christmas. Yes, I remember. The explosion was caused by a car bomb. The vehicle parked more accurately an RV bomb. The vehicle parked on Second Avenue in downtown Nashville around 1:22 a.m. on December 25th, 2020. Four to five hours later, people were awakened by the sound of rapid gunfire. Yeah. Followed by a computerized female voice from a PA system. All buildings in this area must be evacuated now. If you can hear this message, evacuate now. Stay clear of this vehicle. Do not approach this vehicle. Your primary objective is to evacuate these buildings now. Or some of the messages that were played. How long did it give them to evacuate? The broadcast warned that there was a bomb in the vehicle and a 15-minute countdown commenced. 
The speaker switched to snippets of the 1964 song Downtown by Petula Clark. We're like, downtown. Is that really what that is? I don't know that song. Anyway, don't play it. Two police officers arrived at the area responding to a report of shots fired. Though they did not hear any shots, they discovered the vehicle and heard the warning. Along with three other officers, they evacuated homes in the area and called for reinforcements, including the Hazardous Devices Unit and officers to redirect pedestrians. The vehicle exploded at 6.30 a.m. while the bomb squad was on the way. Eight people were treated at hospitals for injuries and later discharged. Three sustained non-critical injuries, including two officers. The bomber died at the scene. No other fatalities were reported. Thank God. The bomber was 63-year-old Anthony Quinn Warner. Three names. His motive is still unclear. It was later revealed that Warner's girlfriend and her, her attorney had met with police 19 August 2019. To re- She reported Warner was making bombs in the RV later used in the bombing. She told them that he was doing this and they just didn't do anything about police it. Police were unable to make contact with Warner, did not enter his home, yard, or RV, and eventually closed the case as unfounded after an officer observing the home for a few days reported no evidence of bomb making. Neighbors called him reclusive and said they never discussed politics or religion with him. Weird. Do you want to know the lyrics to that song? Yeah. Um, when you're alone and life is making you lonely, lonely, you can always go downtown. When you've got worries and all the noise and the hurry seems to help, I know, downtown. Damn, dude. So maybe like a suicide thing? The lights are so much, the lights are brighter there. You can forget all your troubles, forget all your cares. So go downtown. Things will be great when you're downtown. No finer place for sure. Downtown. Everything's waiting for you. I'll never listen to that song the same way again. I know the song that they're referring I do, to. I, think I like that song. I do too. Warner is also believed to have spent some time hunting for alien life forms in a nearby state park. The FBI said prior to the bombing, Warner sent packages to several acquaintances throughout the country. The packages included writings in which he expressed belief in 9-11, moon landing, and reptilian conspiracy theories. He also referenced a UFO conspiracy theory in which space aliens had purportedly begun to attack Earth in September 2011, but was covered up by the media. He wrote, everything is an illusion and there is no such thing as death. What the fuck? That sounds like something that's probably written in one of those angsty notebooks up there on that shelf. Yeah, you know what? Probably. And last, but not least, December 27th, three people were injured and three killed when 37-year-old active duty Army Special Forces soldier Duke Webb entered an Illinois bowling alley and began shooting. He was on leave visiting family. He had completed multiple tours in Afghanistan and is reported to suffer from PTSD. I don't like it because the way it was included kind of excuses it as like the reason you kill people is because of PTSD. There's still no motive. Some kind of stigma against mental health. I know people that have been through some shit and have some fucking serious PTSD Mm -hmm. and they do not like it when... PTSD is used as like a scapegoat. A scapegoat. Yeah. You know? No, yeah, I definitely understand. So I myself do not have PTSD. Um, I can't understand. I can't pretend to understand what it's like. Uh, but I don't 
feel like it should be used as an excuse. Nope, I totally understand. Anyway, I feel like I should have stopped at the other guy. It's kind of like a weak ending after a fucking alien man, cuckoo oh, yeah. banana suicide bomber. We should, um, I think we're talking about doing like a whole episode on him later. It's like if we get more information about if it. If we get more information, I would love to do a whole episode on him. Yeah, so do you have any ideas of what you would like to do this year as man, far as like episodes go? I have a couple that I really want to do. Yeah? Yeah. What you got? I really want to do Gypsy Rose. We've been dancing around that one. I feel like that one's going to be like a really long episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want I want you specifically to do Project Pegasus. You want me to do Project Pegasus? I think you'll really enjoy it. What's that one about? Uh, time travel. Oh, I'm, on, I'm, I'm game. All right, fine. That's the next one I want to do. Okay. That and then I want to do some like more. I want to do some like more spooky things. I think I want to talk about exorcism a little more. I kind of want to go into like decomp. Um, like body decomp and mm. um, all that sexy stuff. I want to do black-eyed children. I wanted to do black-eyed children a couple of episodes ago, but I really, it was difficult for me. Maybe because I wasn't in the correct headspace to do it or whatever. There's a lot. Yeah, so if you have any like suggestions or things that you want to hear on this show, go ahead and send us an email. Yeah, send us an email, our odd email at gmail.com. You can find all of our links to all of our various listening locations as well as social media pages at www.ouroddpodpodcast.com. Yeah. No, that's all I've got. That's all I got. You got anything to add? No. Oh, we're on iTunes now. Um, I can't see any reviews or anything, but if you have an iTunes account, we would love it if you would go and rate us five stars. Yeah, please go to iTunes, rate us five stars. It helps us. Somehow, not sure how, but it does. We're trying to grow our um, a podcast and see if we can do things. More views equals more exposure equals, I don't know, maybe a better product in the future, indirectly. Again, if you have any suggestions, just let us know. Um, you can hit us up on Twitter. I will definitely respond to you because I had nothing else to do. Oh, maybe you should be in charge of our social media instead of me. We'll talk. Anyway. We'll talk. Uh, also, if you want to run our social media, let us know. Because I'm bad We're at bad it. at it. <laughs> anyway, we love you guys. We'll see you in the next episode. We will see you in the next episode. We are the Boneses. We are the Boneses, and we are, are out. out.